This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. Now, today is going to be a little different. Uh, This is the kind of post which usually gets me into trouble with some people, yet it's the kind of post which has to be made from time to time. Yeah, it's one of those, fasten your seatbelts and, you know, grab a cocktail if it's that hour of the day, or maybe even if it isn't. Look, this is a topic which has to be covered once in a while in all of its, you know, frightening ugliness. And it's not going to win me any friends it's probably going to get me a lot of criticism. It usually does. Uh, but it's the price I pay for telling you what's on my mind sometimes. And I'm not going to sugarcoat this. There's no nice way to say it. Some people who haunt the forums and online groups of the aquarium world are just assholes who seem to take delight in trying to thwart the ideas of others. Now, what precipitated this? No less than five of my friends have brought to my attention some rather unwarranted criticisms and attacks that they've received Uh, on various Facebook user groups and forums uh, when they brought up some different or non-status quo ideas on approaches to natural aquariums. Now, I've seen this stuff in the hobby for years, but I'm seeing it more and more now. It's almost accelerating, and I've probably seen it because more of my friends are starting to share some of their efforts and new ideas in these spaces and um, you know, eager to share what what they've learned, and they're getting on these forums, and things are happening. Now, no sooner are these ideas brought up and the, you know, the winged monkeys who live in these spaces descend and, you know, commence their pointless and misguided attacks. Yeah, there's a sad phenomenon which has emerged on hobby forums and groups in the past, I don't know, decade or so. This isn't a new thing, but it's really getting more and more prominent. And it's the continued emergence of assholes. Yes, you heard me. Assholes, jerks, know-it-alls. The real problem that we have with some people in the aquarium hobby is that they're just plain arrogant and negative and well they're shitheads (laughs) these people abound on forums and facebook groups i'm sorry some people probably saying well Foman, you're a shithead okay maybe i am but i'm not hopefully not arrogant and hopefully not a total dismissive jerk although one guy said i was uh anyway these are people who believe that they have all the answers about everything and that everyone else is a fool or a sheep or whatever. They're, you know, the masters of this false bravado, you know, that they can bring up when they're on Facebook behind, separated by a keyboard. And the way they seem to rear their ugly, pathetic heads is always the same. It follows the same exact thing. Here's how it goes. You share something on a forum or somewhere else online, and seemingly from nowhere, these people just appear. And they're the first to tell you it's a stupid idea. They're the ones who jump all over your idea with negative feedback, ignorant, you know, challenge questions and outdated or non sequitur assertions. They'll tell you why you can't do whatever it is that you're doing or proposing to do. Now, lest you think I'm being a snowflake or overly sensitive or whatever, I do know what constructive criticism is. And this ain't it, folks. These people seem to delight in telling you that what you're doing can't be done. They think they know everything. And they're damn afraid to have somebody else come up with an idea or worse, show some work with 
which sort of challenges what they are comfortable with. So they lash out and attack. These people are sad. Some are flat out assholes. I know I'm using that term a lot, but it's a very apt descriptor. (laughs) They literally are the reason why the hobby sometimes faces high rates of attrition or why progressive ideas which challenge the status quo are sometimes shot down in some quarters before they ever get off the ground or see the light of day. It's why many hobby forums and groups are simply toxic sinkholes of ignorance and arrogance rather than being great places to exchange you know, experiences and ideas. The jerks are usually louder than the innovators in these spaces. Now, not all of these places are like that, but you're seeing it more and more. And you need to be aware of this. A lot of these awful people don't even have firsthand knowledge of what they're attacking. Or they don't even come from a place uh, where they understand the concept, the intent, or the methods behind the other person's idea. Rather, they just make assumptions based on how the idea presented squares with what they know. And anything which deviates from that, in their view, is nonsense or a waste of time. These are actual words uh, used in a recent attack on a friend of mine in his work. It's almost like a reflex for some of these people. Their ignorance and their hubris are just staggering. They're scared and they feel better attacking other people to feed their damaged egos. It's painfully obvious. I really feel sorry for them, although... Many are such jerks that it's tough to be compassionate, you know? And the sad thing is that many of these people attack others based on ideas or information they personally have limited, if any, experience with. Often these people simply regurgitate second or third-hand information, which they see and hear all over the internet, and act as if they've been appointed as the guardians of sacred aquarium hobby knowledge that somehow is being blasphemed when, you know, new ideas are presented, which may challenge the prevailing narrative on a subject, the narrative that they're comfortable with. Just be wary of these really arrogant people who simply parrot what they hear online or elsewhere with an air of, you know, undisputed authority. These are people who simply shit on anything which doesn't fit their narrative. Some people don't even read carefully what the other person's suggesting before they bring on the trash talk, which is kind of what happened with my friend, one of my friends last week. And it makes it painfully obvious to those who do that these people don't have a clue of what they're talking about. It's a really horrible thing, and it's a self-feeding cycle. It just goes on and on in some of these groups. We, as a hobby, need to be much more open-minded. We need to entertain all sorts of different ideas and orientations. We shouldn't simply accept all advice or ideas as the gospel, but we shouldn't outright trash anything without due consideration. Now, look, if someone's proposing, you know, I want to do an electric eel touch tank from my three-year-old. Well, that's freaking stupid. That Yes, trash that person. Stop them from doing that. But somebody trying some new idea that's, you know, well thought out should not be summarily dismissed before they have a chance to actually do their project. Bottom line is that you need to take all advice from anyone, yeah, even me, with a grain of salt. Nobody, no one knows everything about aquarium keeping. No, not one person, regardless of their, you know, educational pedigrees or how many articles they've written or books or, you know, the speakers or how nice their tank looks, whatever. However, you don't have to be, you know, to completely trash the other person either. You just have to think about it. It's something to contemplate. There are a lot of great people in the hobby who will support, counsel, and join with you when you're trying new and exciting things. However, there are a smaller but vocal minority of hobbyists who may be more destructive and they require a bit of awareness on your part. Now, during the course of your aquarium keeping career, you'll meet a lot of different people who are also into fish. Many will offer advice. Some of it's welcome and some unsolicited and not so welcome. I've noticed this since we've been in the business as well. People come to me with 
you know, consult with me and give me all sorts of ideas on how to do my business. And even if I'm not asking for it, it's a good and bad aspect of aquarium keeping. I mean, fellow aquarists are always willing to help or think of trying to help. The, the problem is some people are just not all that helpful and they can even prove detrimental to your enjoyment of the hobby. And as I mentioned before, some of these people can discourage people from doing things in the hobby and actually force higher attrition rates. Some people are just keyboard warriors just looking for a fight. I've seen these people in the reef world over the years and you can smell them a mile away. The bottom line, you have to be downright careful about who you let into your little home aquarium bubble to check out your tanks or render advice into your, you know, in your world or whatever. Um, it's not rocket science, but in this social media fueled, everyone knows everything because of Google age, it's pretty important to grasp. Now, being the amateur philosopher that I am, I've actually sort of classified the types of hobbyists who dispense advice and perhaps can make you feel like crap once in a while. Or at least these are people you'll run into now and again. And they are, of course, generalizations, which I know I always say don't generalize, but these are kind of archetypes that seem to fit. They seem to be somewhat accurate based on my years of experience and, you know, following things on forums in aquarium world. So let's start with the first one. The first one's what I call a personality type I call the diverter. Now, these are also people that you know in your local clubs and, you know, are, are quite nice. I, I have friends like this. They're, they're cool people. They come into your home and check out your tanks and they totally distract you from the direction you're headed. Now, the, again, these are amazing people which have a tendency to offer, you know, corrections. They're attempting to show you a better way to go or something that you need to do or usually something that they strongly believe in. Now, these people are really well-intentioned, no doubt, but they really tend to steer you off course in a strange, vicarious fashion. These diverters tend to send you into directions that you never really intended. And it's not always for the better. They may be amazing aquarists and talented kind of people, but don't let them and their clever ideas make you think for a moment that anything that you're doing is any less amazing. Just be wary of these charming personalities. The next one is what I call a deviant. Now, fortunately, this is not a hobbyist that you will encounter very often, but they're out there. They're out there on forums, too. Deviants seem to have all the cool ideas and talk a big, big game, and they're lucky enough to get away with some less than smart decisions in their fish keeping. So they're always willing to send you down you know, directions that are risky and very contrarian. You know, you don't have to do water changes. Uh, don't quarantine your fish. Those kind of people, ah, oh, you never need to do that. The fish are quarantined at the store, you know, that kind of stuff. Although I'm a big fan of doing things your own way, I'm less interested in doing things that somebody else was just lucky to get away with. If you find yourself continuously making bad moves every time a deviant pays you a visit online or in person, best you clear stare, stare clear of one of these people. The next type of hobbyist is what I call the taunt. Now, these type of hobbyists never seem to let you live down your errors or your mistakes. And these people, I had friends like this in fish clubs. It was pretty funny. They'd say, yeah, remember when you tried to keep all those, you know, marble hatchet fish in your discus tank? How well did that go? How'd that work out for you? You know, stuff like that. Don't let these people pull you back to the mistakes that you might have made. What are they doing that for? To help you better yourself or to express their own insecurities? Everybody screws up in fish kicking. We all do. I do every day. If you've messed up, it simply means that you've learned how not to do something. Just keep moving forward and you're good. But watch out for these people. You don't need to, to, to get, you know, uh, reminded that you screwed something up from these people. The next type is what I call the hater. Now, we all know a few of these people, unfortunately, and they're the type which prompted today's sort of rant. These people lurk on forums and discussion boards and, you know, uh, online um, user groups and all these kind of things. And they're just ready to strike. They want to be respected and they want to be admired by the fish keeping community for having a great tank or whatever, but they don't seem to want to do any of the work to get there. Rather, they simply just want to put down the work being done by everybody else. These are decidedly negative people, but 
they can sort of motivate you in a weird way. Just don't be like them. Share your ideas. Share your successes, failures, and render help to others based on your experience. Own up to it. If you don't know the answer to something, you don't know it. Who cares? Use these negative thinkers to be the anti-hater in the aquarium world. I think we need more anti-haters here. And I, and I need to reinforce that to myself. I sometimes get real pissed off at these kind of people, but it's because they, they do a lot of damage to others, and that's just not good. Another type that we run into from now and uh, now and again is what I call the instant gratification specialist. And yeah, the uh, you know social media community abounds with these people. They're the ones who put up those crazy, mega priced you know aquarium build threads or these these photos of you know tanks that are going up and that leave everybody in awe. And some people are even feeling bad that they're mere mortals and can't afford or can't do the types of things these people do. These people often have the stated goal of building a tank that gets named, you know, tank of the century or whatever. It offers as if it offers some legitimacy and some cred to their existence in the hobby. This is a direct parallel to those the people you see on, you know, Instagram that are on yachts with the champagne and, you know, sitting in front of rented private jets as if it's their own and living this super cool life where you're like, you know, working nine to five or whatever. No, look, I'm not hating on all these people. People do what makes them happy. And I'm not hating on every thread or, or every, you know, featured uh, Instagram story where somebody, somebody shows a tank that they're building or whatever. Because they're genuinely excited. And they, a lot of these people want to learn and help others. And that's cool. That's a different breed of cat. But these instant gratification specialist types seem to have very little patience for anything but instant gratification. This will be evident in the speed in which their tanks seem to come together and the outlandish purchases that they're, you know, they share with you and their build threads on these forums. You see this in the reef world a lot. These people want to be liked. They're fun to be around in that respect, but oddly sad in others. I had clients like this when I uh, ran, helped, you know, co-own unique corals. We have these people that would buy these ridiculously expensive corals and, and my gut told me they just didn't know what they were doing and they were going to kill them. And unfortunately, I've made a lot of mistakes in selling to some of these people and I wish I didn't. Um... You know, many of these people want to be part of something bigger. They just don't know what it is. I guess they want acceptance. The reality is that many of these people would be awesome friends, embraced by fellow hobbyists if they would just put their heads and hearts in the right place. Sometimes these are people that you can sort of rehab by saying, hey, dude, you're good. We're good. I like what you're doing. But, you know, let's talk about it. You can, you can learn from them. They can learn from you. The next archetype uh, is what I call the buzzkill. Okay, everyone's seen this type of a chorus. Some people call me the buzzkill. You know, the guys that have a dark cloud following them and seem to want to pull others into the cloud bank with them. Now, I'm not pulling you into negative space. I'm sometimes saying, whoa, no, this is what really happens. You really do get biofilms. You really do get scungy, you know, fungal growth on your uh, on your botanicals. You really do need to wait before you add fishes, that kind of stuff. That's not quite a buzzkill. These people are more of the, like, extreme DIY kind of crowds who spend vast amounts of time and money seemingly trying to come up with all kinds of fancy ways of doing the most basic task. You know, the guys that these automated, you know, feeding slash water changers, water testers, all this kind of stuff that, you know, or they try to save a few bucks on stuff that you, you know, normally pay for. And when these things fail to do the job, they blame luck. Maybe they're unlucky, but they're almost always possessed by a, why is this happening to me kind of attitude. And many of these people feel that the basics of aquarium husbandry just don't apply to them because they know a better way to do it. That's their downfall. You know, you get the, I don't know why I'm having this algae issue. My automatic, you know, continuous frozen food feeder and fertilizer dosing solution are working, but all my parameters are off. The auto water conditioner keeps sticking on me. And the computer that controls my RODI membrane assessment tells me that the water quality is fine. I'm at wit's end. You know, these guys get 
really excited about all the gadgetry, which is cool, but it's kind of hard to feel bad for these people, really. They seem to be like in negative land all the time. They must like the attention that the hobby community gives them, I guess, because they get the oohs and ahs when they have the fancy, you know, devices that are working, but I wouldn't want to use some of these things, and these people may never change, often because their arrogance won't allow it, and it's a real pity because a lot of these people can offer a lot to the community with their skills if they would just stop trying to skirt, you know, nature or natural processes with their gadgetry and ideas. Okay, damn, the the tone of this, you know, podcast is actually kind of dark and negative, and I, I guess I realize that. Um, you've just sort of heard my concise guide to the people you want to be aware of or even avoid in the fishkeeping world, online or elsewhere. And it's just sad that I even had to talk about this, but it's been on my mind a lot lately. I've just heard and seen a lot of negative things. And uh, when friends of mine are bringing this stuff up, it kind of bothers me. I guess I'm loyal to my friends and I don't like seeing this stuff. I also don't like jumping in on these forums and, and starting to lead it down another path because A, I'll pretty much destroy my reputation and my brand and 10 minutes if I say what I really want to say. So I keep it to here. If people want to listen to it and draw an assumption to, you know, I want to draw a direct line to, to me or my company. Okay. Well, at least I put it out on my, my, you know, my own podcast, but I don't like to engage like that. That's usually all it does is keep these people fueled. So here it's a one-way conversation. Hear what I say. And if you want to comment, you can comment. Terrible and rather, uh, rather small of me, but I think it's important to get this stuff out. And Look, the generalizations that I brought up are generalizations, and there's others, no doubt. However, this will at least give you a more detailed warning than perhaps you might find elsewhere. I don't think anyone talks about this very often. Hopefully, it can help you avoid wasting valuable life energy with people who have really have nothing positive to offer, and maybe to help you enjoy your hobby even more. Now, again, these are just some guys' assessments of archetypes that can be pains in the ass in the hobby. This is not the authoritative document to end all on, on you know this particular issue. The real problem that we have with some people is that they're just plain arrogant and negative. And well, again, shitheads. <laughs> Those people abound on forums and Facebook groups. People who believe that they have all the answers about everything. However, don't shy away when these people come at you. You don't have to engage them and get into a long, drawn-out argument either. Just ignore don't just keep sharing. Don't fail to share or experiment or progress in the hobby. Just learn to recognize when you're dealing with these people who, because of their own issues, are not worth listening to. As always, take any and all advice with a grain of salt. Have fun, grow, share, and avoid those people whenever possible. And stay wet regardless. Till next time, this is Scott Fellman. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. And I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tent.